You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone, all of you crust busters everywhere. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. And, yes, you have just stepped into the crust-free zone with me, Dr. Papasilli. I am so thrilled to be part of this powerful lineup on Voice America. This is the largest Internet talk radio network in the world, and we are so honored to be here with Voice America. My program, Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, features stories of people who are busting through the crust to live life full out. Now, if you're not familiar with what crust is, let me tell you what it is. It's anything and everything that stands between you and the life that you want to lead. And you can name what it is, fear, doubt, some things that I can't even think about. Today's show, uh, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, If you heard the term bodacious, you're going to hear it today in a new way. Because we have with us today Mary Foley, who is a nationally recognized uh, thought leader for women in business. At age 33, Mary retired from America Online, where she started 10 years earlier at $8 an hour, customer service rep. That's kind of like my story, those of you that have heard, heard me talk about starting in the mailroom. But Mary, what Mary is doing is she learned in those years, those experiences, the experience she had, she learned how to be bold, audacious, courageous, and bodacious. And that was the only way to thrive in today's world. And you know what? That is the only way to thrive in today's world. She's with us today to talk about this amazing book, which is called Bodacious Career, Outrageous Success for Working Women. Now, let's welcome Mary to the show. Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you today, Pat? Oh, I'm absolutely great. And, and is this a bodacious moment? It absolutely is, or BOMO, which is one of the new terms I hope that all of your listeners will begin to use. Yes, I love that. And tell me what a BOMO moment looks like. Does it look like what we're doing now? It can. And you know what's so neat about BOMOs are is that oftentimes what they really are is when you know that you've done something that is, you know, is you've stretched yourself, you've tried a new behavior, you've taken a risk, you've responded differently, more in a more empowered and honoring way to yourself, to someone else, maybe when they've made a critical remark, but something where you know that you are, well, in fact, to use your term, you know, busting through the crust of your life, mm-hmm. and you've had that slight moment in time. could be a big event, it could be a small interchange, but it's a bodacious moment or a BOMO. And you know I love what you I love what you're saying because it takes the judgment out of this. So often I think that you know we step back and we think we have to do what some people would call these extraordinary things. But isn't it an individual, you know, step? And doesn't oh, ab- it mean different things for different people? You know, it sure does. And I appreciate what you said earlier about uh what is crust in your life. You know, it's any fear you have, any feeling of it, maybe even intimidation or, you know, or guilt or other things that keep you from living your life full out. And we're the only ones that truly know where those limitations are in our lives or where those fears are. And so that's why 
to me, bodacious moments really do start, and people notice them in their lives as they become and they decide to become more bodacious. They know when they're kind of pushing their own personal envelope, and it, it may show up. Other people may recognize it. Um, others it, it may not, and they may just see it as, oh, well, that's what Mary normally does. But um, but we know, and that's really what's most important. You know, um, here's what I'm struck by, because I, I think I mentioned this in the introduction. $8 an hour, customer service rep. Uh, here you and I are uh, right on this radio show talking about living life full out, talking about being bodacious. And uh, my listeners have, have said to me sometimes, boy, you're, you make it sound like this is just a cakewalk. Has that been your experience? Is uh, that how you got to, to be where you are? <laughs> well, you know, there's a part of me that says, oh, I wish it were, but there's another part of me that says, I'm glad it hasn't been because – uh, through the process of having challenges in my life and things not always going either as planned or as I had hoped they would, I've had to you know look within and really say, boy, what am I doing to limit myself? Or maybe I need to just deal with, um, uh, you know, a circumstance in my life that hasn't been too fun, and I've had to have the courage to do that. So now I started at AOL as an eight dollar an hour customer service rep, as you said, and that is because. I had just graduated from engineering school, and I realized I didn't want to be an engineer. Right. And I had to figure out you know, what in the heck was I going to do. And I really look back, and I realize now that one of my first bodacious moves, one of my first BOMOs, is that I decided at the end of finishing this degree that could have, particularly as a woman, enabled me to get a job fairly quickly and nice, uh, nicely paid, particularly right out of college, I said no to that um, career and that overall life and where it could have directed me and said, I've got to find something I am passionate about, something I really care about. And uh, in the meantime, I took this $8-an-hour customer service job just to pay the bills. Well, that's right. You know, and, and, but you never, really, you never really lost sight of your dream, did you? I didn't. I, my dream was forming, uh, very honestly. And what I did know is a criteria of how I was going to spend my career and ultimately my life was going to be something I really did care about, something that would motivate me to want to get up in the morning and get going. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, you know, at that point, I, I didn't have enough experience, life experience, job experience, world experience to say it's that kind of a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt that what I needed to do is at least get started in something. And through those experiences, being very deliberate about kind of assessing, gee, do I like this role? Do I not? Do I like this company? Do I like, you know, maybe this other position over here? Through that to try and um, filter it out. And sometimes it really has shown me that, you need contrast in your life. You need to put yourself in situations and kind of do that analysis as a way to figure it out. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm so struck by what you're saying. For me, my, you know, it took me 25 years in a corporation to figure out that I really didn't fit there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's call that a temporary job. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an extended temporary job. It was it was temporary in order for me to get comfortable with my dream. Mm-hmm. And I know that you coach m- many women in getting com- moving beyond co- being comfortable with their dream, but also to take their lives and live that and live it bodaciously. Um, now, how you know, can you be can you be specific about 
what that means, living your life bodaciously. Oh, absolutely. Well, when you look up the word bodacious in the dictionary, and by the way, it really is in there, um, (laughs) you'll find words like bold, outstanding, remarkable, audacious. Mm -hmm. And all of those words are a lot about having the courage to be bold with yourself, I think, first, and then take those action steps uh, to go after your dream or to try something new. It's something to really, as you say, live your life full out. And that experience of me figuring that that out in my life, particularly at a time at AOL where I was under, you know, we were under constant change there as the market was growing, as our company was changing. There were, there were layoffs, there were acquisitions, there were all this kind of uh, flux going on. At the same time, my personal life was in a tremendous amount of flux going mm. through a divorce. I had to really have the internal courage to say, gee, how am I going to deal with this? Yeah. I didn't want to just survive, frankly. I, mm. I wanted to thrive. I wanted to figure out, with all this change that's happening, what do I really want out of it? And how can I make some bold steps to attempt to navigate these changing circumstances to for, for some outcomes that I really cared about? Well, I think that's – I want to hold that thought for a minute, and we're going to take a short break here um, and get back to that because I think it's there's really a distinction between thriving and surviving and what happens when we choose one over the other. Um, So, you know, let's hold that thought and take a short break, um, and we'll be right back. Uh, Give our listeners a chance to call in toll-free at 1-888-335-5204 to speak with Mary Foley, to talk about living life bodaciously, to step out and uh, live courageously, outrageously, uh, you know, here with Mary. Again, the number to call in is 1-888-335-5204. And uh, call in with a question or comment, and we have a a gift for you. We will be sending you um, a copy of one of uh, Mary's uh, 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 e-books. So stay tuned with us. We'll be right back. Uh, You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. And uh, call us. We're here. We'll be right back. Are you searching for a sense of purpose in this crazy world? If so, then tune in to Meet the Challenge with James Long and Melissa Phelan every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. On the show, James and Melissa will discuss life planning and meeting the challenges we experience in each stage of our lives. They will also provide you real solutions from professional advisors and resources to address the issues that keep you up at night. Life is a series of transitions from one stage to another. Make those transitions smooth ones by tuning in to Meet the Challenge. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on Voice America. Ever wonder why some ideas make it from concept to reality, while other promising ideas just fizzle? Join us every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Invent the Future. You'll hear from investors who have created breakthroughs in their business and community. You'll learn about the newest ideas that are shaping success in the 21st century. And you'll hear from leaders who are creating the future with their novel approaches to management. Join Janice Maffei and Joanne Spigner from Vision First for Invent the Future, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on voiceamerica.com.
Join Susan Mavity, host of A Journey to Wellness, on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for the program that helps you discover the healing light within you and offers you tools to regain control over your own illness. Each week, Susan Mavity interviews teachers, healers, and authors who assist you in your own healing journey on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So tune in and call in to A Journey to Wellness with Susan Mavity on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. The Raw Truth About Health with Barry Mello and Linda Vaughn is a show that exposes the deception of man's fallen wisdom regarding diet and lifestyles. Heard every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Heard every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Barry and Linda will teach you why raw foods and fresh fruits and vegetables with living enzymes are the key to why the Hallelujah Diet causes the body to heal itself from every kind of disease. So tune in and get healthy every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with the raw truth about health with Barry Mello and Linda Vaughn right here on voiceamerica.com. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1 888 335 5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Welcome back. You're listening to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basili, and uh, my special guest, Mary Foley. Uh, Mary is talking with us today about bodacious career, outrageous success for working women. And Mary has appeared in over two dozen major TV affiliates, over a hundred radio stations, and in numerous newspapers, magazines, Kipling's Personal Finance, the Boston Globe, the Times of London. Mary, you are everywhere sharing this message to step out. Um, you know, you and I were talking before the break on how we kind of, you know, have gone through the process of having some tough times in our lives. And, uh, you know, how is it, how can we help people know that that's temporary and encourage them to just pull up? What have it's you done? Great, it's such a great question because, as I was saying right before the break, you know, my whole idea was in the midst of all the change that was going on in my life, uh, I didn't want to just survive. I wanted to figure out how to thrive and one of the things that was so clear to me as I went through that whole process is that we really have a fundamental choice about how we respond to any change in our lives. We can have the overall response of, oh, you know, change is coming and I'm not liking it. So I'm going to batten down the hatches and I'm going to buckle up and I'm going to hope, you know, hope that the winds and the storms and, and everything that happens don't beat me up too bad. And then when it's done... Oh, you know, I can big sigh of relief and maybe do some damage control, <laughs> hoping that maybe I can go back to where I started. To me, that's survival. The other way we can respond to change, any change again in our lives, is we go, okay, change is coming. In fact, you know what? I might have even initiated it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not always feeling so good, but I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep walking through it, and, and I'm going to keep asking myself, what can I gain from this experience? What is here for me to learn? There has got to be something. I'm going to keep asking that and uh, look for it. And when change 
in all that kind of, you know, stirring up does ease up because that's the other thing. It does, mm. you know, we have different time frames for that, but it does ease up. We can look at our, our lives at that point. We can look at that change that's happened and go, wow, okay, it didn't always feel good, certainly not, but I did find some benefit there. I got stronger or I learned a huge, you know, I could say a huge lesson, but, you know, something about life that was important that I can take forward. I may, I may have achieved something that I've wanting, been wanting to achieve. I changed a dynamic in a relationship or it's on its way um, in a different direction. There's always something good if we look for it and are open for it. And to me, that's where I got the strength to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Well, what's interesting about what you say is to really know through change that it is temporary, and it's as temporary as we sort of make it in terms of how quickly we can, uh, you know, how quickly we can move through our own experience of what we're going through um, in life. One of the things that you that we're going to do here is um, if you call into the show, uh, Mary is going to gift you with. Um, 10 Bodacious Ways for Bodacious Women. And that's thank you so much for that. Um, there, you have so much available. I've been in your website. Let's just tell people um, what the website is because it's a great place to visit. There's so much there. Um, My hope has been to create a place where women, uh, and men too, by the way, can go and get encouragement to live the bodacious way, understand what that's about, have it work for them. And the website is called www.gobodacious.com. One more time. Okay, it's www.gobodacious, which is B-O-D-A-C-I-O-U-S.com. And how can they contact you for, you know, personal assistance advice? The best thing to do is to go to my website and, you know, certainly see what's available there. And um, I also, on there, there's some different forms like Let's Talk, you know, if you wanted to uh, explore something further with me or you had a particular question. And, uh, and I'll also give to my listeners, your listeners, my uh, direct email, which is just simply mary, M-A-R-Y, at gobodacious.com. You know, it's. I was. I was in the website earlier today, and there's also. I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and uh, and it had to do with cold calling, and I know you have a segment on your website, around. I think it's called uh, putting an end to cold calling. That's right. In do fact, I have that right? Uh, tonight, um, on Thursday, the February nineteenth at eight p.m. Eastern time. For an hour, I have a teleseminar called No More Cold Calling, where I am going to be interviewing Joanne Black, who is the president of the company called No More Cold Calling. And it's all about how cold calling for growing your business or if you're a salesperson in particular, you know, working for someone and trying to get more customers in today's tough economy really isn't nearly as effective as calling people and contacting people through uh, referrals, someone who has suggested that you would it would be good for you to call them, and they have made an introduction so much more effective and so much more receptive for those who are trying to uh, sell your product or your service to. And it really doesn't. I mean, you know, we talk about referral, and and we were talking about this the other day because radio is a very interesting place to be, you know, in terms of what we do, and you know, we we absolutely 
welcome our sponsorships. And we were having this discussion the other day about this. And here's, here's kind of the statement that came up, and, and this would be interesting to hear from you. It goes kind of like this. Men are really good, you know, at picking up the phone and making the sale. And the comment was kind of, I don't understand why we women can't do the same thing. Is that because we're trying to do it in the same way? Is there a difference between women building a business and men building a business? Well, certainly my experience thus far in building my own business and talking to a lot of women business owners, I'd have to say the answer is yes, that some of the things that we typically women um, do to build businesses or where they have what I would call speed bumps uh, are are typically different than when I hear uh, some, some men talking. But when it comes to sales and it comes to, you know, building your business and letting people know that, one, that you exist and that here's what you offer, um, the huge advantage I think that women have kind of built in if they decide to really nurture this and, and leverage it are relationship skills. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, we what we do is we have the really good ability most women do to meet people and have friendly conversations and start those conversations and keep in touch. Um, what we're not as good about typically is what I see, and I've seen this some in my own self, asking myself is, in those conversations, can I take it and am I willing to take it? Do I know how to take it to kind of the next level of asking for the sale or asking specifically of their interest in what I have to offer? Or if it's not something they need right now, someone that they may know that they could introduce mm. me to. And that's where the discomfort comes in. Oh, you're so right. It's, you know, it's, you know, we go in, it's really asking for what we want. And also, do you find with the people you work for, it's difficult for women to ask for the, the dollar amount that yes. they're, quote, worth? That's right. That's you know what, what I'm saying? Absolutely. One of my bodacious ways is, in fact, is know your worth. Know your worth. That's one of the ten bodacious ways. Right? It is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's, there's two kind of definitions of worth here. One is obviously your own self-worth. You know, mm-hmm. Who I am as an individual is valuable. In the workplace, you know, you to say that, yes, as an individual, what I, who I am is valuable. The skills and the talents that I have are of value as well to this organization and, you know, and what's my actual economic value? Mm. And I am convinced, really, that the biggest reason, not the only one, but a huge contributing reason why women typically, even today, are, are uh, paid less than men doing the same job is because we don't ask for it. You know, that brings up another interesting point. Boy, I've got, like, so many questions for you today. <laughs> and, you know, say, would you please announce one more time the, the teleseminar tonight, what time uh, it's on, how, how folks can get to it? Absolutely. It's called No More Cold Calling. Okay. All right. It's a one-hour teleseminar at 8 p.m. tonight, February 19th. Is that 8 p.m. Eastern time? Eastern, excuse me. Yes, thank you for that clarification. So if you're on the West Coast... Right now, and you're listening, it's, that'll be 5 p.m. your time. If in the middle of the country, on the central, it would be 6. And it'll be for an hour. Okay. And uh, you can register by going to my website, www.gobodacious.com. Okay. And on the homepage there, on that front page, on the bottom, you will see the No More Cold Calling Seminar highlighted. And you can just click on that, read a little bit more about it. It's $25. It's a small uh, registration fee to get a lot of value and really hopefully learn some things on why it's so important to do referral okay. selling and how. 
I, you know what? I've already, I've already got that in my my calendar. I think this is going to be. I'm going to p- try to pull my success team together to listen to this uh, this evening. Um, let's take a on this note. Let's take a, this is a great place to take a break uh, and let our listeners know that we've talked about you know one of uh, you know the bodacious one of ten bodacious uh, uh, principles. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the others. So stay tuned. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Papasilli, and my amazing guest, Mary Foley, and we are talking about being bodacious. Um, please, you know, know that you can call into this show uh, right now at uh, 1-888, um, uh, well, you know, there we go, 1-888-335-5204. That's 1-888-335-5204 to speak with Mary and receive a copy of this amazing ebook. We'll be right back. I went on a low-carb diet and lost 10 pounds, then gained it all back. I tried different diets, and in the long run, they caused me to gain weight. It's time to scrap the current healthy food and drink guidelines and get back to basics. Listen to Heart Smart Living with Hart Oldenburg every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Hart will debunk current dieting myths and show you the key to living a healthy and fulfilling life while enjoying the foods you love. Be happy, be healthy. Listen to Heart Smart Living with Hart Oldenburg every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, the world leader in Internet talk radio. Join sales executives Scotty and Teresa for Sales Talk every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern. It's the fun venue to facilitate business growth and increase revenue through sales execution. Tune in to hear interviews with nationally known sales experts and authors. We will explore the critical challenges that salespeople and sales leaders face in today's turbulent economy. Listen and have your pressing sales issues answered. We walk the walk and talk the talk. You'll laugh a little and learn a lot. Join us Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific here on Voice America. New technology products emerge every day into the marketplace. Find out the benefits, challenges, and opportunities they present by listening to the Invention and Innovation Hour every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America. Hosted by Tom O'Neill and Carol Ann Dykes, the Invention and Innovation Hour will welcome expert guests in exciting fields and will focus on the ever-evolving world of technology. Get the latest tech news right here by listening to the Invention and Innovation Hour with Tom O'Neill and Carol Ann Dykes every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. Hi, it's Sky and Denny. Come be a fly on the wall every Thursday at 1 p.m. And you're a guest at Sky and Denny's Cocktail Hour. Pop in to meet the inner circle of business experts, self-help advisors, celebrities, and other fascinating guests as they share their secrets for personal, business, and financial success. Our inside tips will help you be more successful in starting or running a business. So please join us for the Cocktail Hour every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust busting. 
Well, welcome back. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile, and my special guest here today, Mary Foley, author of her new book, Bodacious Career, Outrageous Successful Working Women. And we are here today talking about uh, strategies for career success. And, you know, Mary can talk to this. As an author, speaker, and seminar leader, she empowers women to look within uh, think strategically, act bodaciously, and love every minute of it. Welcome welcome back, Mary. Thank you so much. Well, we have a caller on the line. Why don't we hear from our caller? I think we have Linda. Hi, Linda. Are you there? Good morning. Hi. Where are you calling from? New Jersey. Oh, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning good. Mary. Good morning, Linda. And do you have a question? Yes. Um, you make it sound very, very easy. Um you have a very calm and um, very soft-spoken, and um, what because you make it sound so easy. And I'm an introvert, <laughs> so I guess my question is: is is because you make it sound so easy? I got energized, like okay, I can do this. But how do you get past being an introvert and getting out there and going forward? That's a great question, Linda. Uh, and I appreciate your feedback on that because, you know, you might be very surprised, most people are, to know that when I was growing up as a little girl, I was incredibly shy. So much that I even remember, I have just, you know, distinct memory when I was really young, at six years old, sitting in first grade class, that I had had my uh, mouth shut for so long doing schoolwork and being quiet that my lips dried together. Wow. And I just laugh at that now because that is no way going to be happening <laughs> at this point in my life. But I went really through a struggle um, as a young girl and then into my teens and really into my early 20s to become more comfortable in situations where there were lots of people um, or I had to meet new people all the time. And I learned to, what I call now, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Hmm. And, and and it really took practice is the biggest thing. And I I I want to say with this that actually I am really, I've done these assessment tests and such. I'm half introvert, I'm half extrovert. Hmm. And I have found that in my jobs, most of the time uh, I have had roles, and I, you know, admittedly gravitated towards them, but they have required me to be more extroverted. And... So it has meant that I've had to hone those skills a bit more, get comfortable with that kind of mode, but know that that's not always me all the time and that I don't have to be the big, excited, extroverted person in order to be successful. So part of it was saying, you know, I don't have to be this big rah-rah person in order to um, be bodacious, to pursue the career and get the success that I really want. That being the case, I did need to learn some skills on um, initiating conversations with people in the workplace so, if nothing else, I could get my job done, get it done well. Um, I could initiate actually thinking, oh, gee, you know, I don't really want to talk to so-and-so, you know, Sally, for example, about how this information that she gave me and the report that I asked for really isn't cutting it and I need something else. But if I don't, uh, then I, you know, it's going to reflect my job performance, and I, I really want to do well. So I had to then say, okay, well, how can I strategically go and have that conversation with her? Well, all right, I'll have it one-on-one. That's more comfortable for me. I, I thought, I pre-thought about 
what is it about her work that she does or the, the thing that uh, the report that she gave me that I appreciate. All right, I'll start there. Then I'll ask her to say, you know, what I really need, though, is in addition to what you've given me, this and this and this. Um, and then I'd ask specifically, can you provide that for me and can you provide it by, you know, by noon tomorrow? And I would kind of map out in my head what is it I really needed to communicate, how I wanted to do it, where I'd had something complimentary in the beginning, said what I needed, asked for a specific uh, return, so to speak, and a deadline, and then, um, and then ended with a positive note of a thank you. And that kind of um, thinking through and then taking the risk or having the courage to have that conversation one-on-one -on -one, Doing those kind of things over and over again as an introvert, as someone who was more shy, built my confidence. And over time, I found that I was not only more comfortable knowing how to have those conversations, I could have them uh, or I could initiate discussions with someone um, in a small group and then in a larger group. So that's really how I went about it. They were micro steps, I sometimes I call, say that in my book. You know, they were small, bodacious moments and those built into bigger ones where it's more comfortable uh, in other situations and settings. Yeah. In any event, though, they were bodacious moments. Absolutely, they were. And, and, you know, when I went to talk to Sally in the situation, she didn't know necessarily I was having a bodacious moment, <laughs> and it wasn't necessary for her. And I didn't have to walk out of her office and go, woohoo, all right, you know, high five with my girlfriends. It wasn't necessary because I knew inside, and that was really the most valuable thing for me. And, and it's interesting, and you hit something else that, that struck for me. Um, the work part of it, I, when you talked about being in those kinds of jobs that you, you really had to be an extrovert, my, I was similar to that because I was in a recruiting field. So oh, you have absolutely, to talk to people, yeah. and you have to interview people. And so I was forced to do that, and that was somewhat comfortable. But you, you said something else about... Um, just having dialogue and, and conversation with people. When when I'm with a group of people, it could be even friends. My tendency is not to say anything. I can't. I, I I have a very difficult time starting a little conversation about anything, like how's the weather, um, mm -hmm. or what even to talk about. I would say in those situations, you know. Okay, first of all, I bet as a recruiter that having a few questions that you're, you're really asking the questions, but you want the potential candidate to talk the most. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I would say use that same technique, so to speak, or realize that's absolutely the way you can get started with even, you know, good friends in conversation. It was so funny. I realized something when I was in college meeting uh, people over and over and over again in new situations, because that's what often you do, particularly as a freshman. People love to talk about themselves. And it was incredibly powerful what I found. It made me comfortable, and it made the other person feel great about themselves when I had like two or three open-ended questions that I would ask. And, and that would get them going on something, you know, on, on something that was uh, of interest to them, and they were talking about themselves or their day or their, you know, something that recently happened in their lives. And then I would listen, and I would go, oh, that sounds interesting. I'd pick up on one piece of it. Tell me more. <laughs> they go off again. And I, in that process, also got just more comfortable into the conversation. And so that's generally how I, I did it. So, 
but I'd have to usually come with two or three open-ended questions that I'd have to then also say, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to open my mouth, and I'm going to just say the sentence, you know, and say the question. Mm. And that was kind of right then my first bodacious moment to start it rolling, but that was my strategy on how to get comfortable in those situations. And that that sounds good. Would you could you give me an example of a question you would ask, like it like in a group of people, if you were in a a conference and just standing there talking, or knowing that you should talk and not be listening? Um, <laughs> what sure. kind of question well, would you ask to even without people thinking that you're prying into their business about themselves? Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Particularly in a business situation. Um, and it could be, in your example, you know, conference, people you don't know, but everyone there is a business person and they're there. That's why they came to this conference. Mm-hmm. The, asking them about their role in what they do in their company is, mm. is not prying. In fact, that's what they'd love probably to talk about. It's almost like common ground because, hey, obviously you took the time in the, to come here and, uh, and, and so you're probably not going to hide the fact that you work for a certain company or the role. So oftentimes I'll say, oh, Nancy, now what is your role with um, Amacor? You know, it, very simple question. And instead of saying I often, you know, frankly, I don't usually say, what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. because it's such a staid kind of uh, question. But I'm asking the same kind of thing. So sometimes mm-hmm. I use the language, what's your role? Sometimes I actually put a little playfulness in it. And I'll say, now, Nancy, now, what do you do during the day to keep yourself out of trouble? You know, okay. and of okay. course I add the during the day because that's generally when people work. You know, mm-hmm. and and, and that, those are two questions that I use. Um, what's your role? How do you keep yourself out of trouble during the day? You know, um, you could make it even more fun and say, now, what is your company forcing you to do that made you come to this conference? You know, <laughs> but say it in a playful kind of fun way. Then from that connotation, they know that um, you're just trying to be you're just trying to be light and fun and. Um, so those are some of the kinds of questions that I would use. That's great. That's Good. great. Because I wouldn't think to ask those kinds of questions because I'd feel like, okay, now I'm putting the person to to the test or um, questioning. Mm. Putting them on did. the spot. Mm-hmm. So th- so maybe that's my own that's my own stuff, I guess. Of, I, I would say most people um, are. That is not a threatening question. It's a very common question. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are. A lot of um, part of you know the, the people fact that you're recruiting mm-hmm. um, are have been you know focusing on boy when I get that 60 second elevator speech you know what am I going to say uh-huh. all of that is framing up of how am I going to talk about w- what I do and mm-hmm. therefore a little bit who I am mm-hmm. um, if you find someone who's fumbling over their words at that point in time they're probably right at that moment feeling embarrassed that they can't articulate well what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if that's the case, sometimes I kind of take the pressure off, and in, particularly in a business situation, say, oh, what was your interest in coming here today? Maybe that's an easier question for them to ask. But, you know, most people are very much expecting that they're going to have to answer in some way and respond to that question of what do they do, what is their role. Um, so I do not think at all that you're putting people on the spot. Okay. That's um, great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Linda. And if you stay on the line, Carolyn will get an email address for you so we can send you a copy of the ebook. Okay, great. Thank, Thank you so you. much for calling. Thank you. Great. Wow. Thanks, Mary. Oh, um, thank you. Oh, let's take a short break right now. Uh let let our listeners know that they are listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life 
If you want to find out more about crust busting, you can go to www.crustbusting.com. If you'd like to know more about being bodacious, right, you can go to gobodacious.com. And uh, that's an amazing website. There is so much there. And tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 o'clock Pacific Time, uh, Mary, just say a a bit about the teleconference call you're going to have. We're going to have a one-hour, really information-packed interview with Joanne Black of No More Cold Calling Mm -hmm. about how you can build your business, how you can create sales in your company through referral selling and how to really do that. Oh, that's so. That's great. Um, you know, if we are on the crust busting your way to an awesome life is on uh, Thursdays at eight o'clock in the morning, and again we play again eight o'clock at night uh, Pacific time. So uh, you know we are thrilled to be part of, of Voice America. So we're going to take a short break right now, and um, you know be right back with Mary Foley and uh, talking about this amazing book. Audacious Career, Outrageous Success for Working Women. And when we come back, we have an email question uh, for Mary. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you just seen a good movie? Have you just seen a bad movie? Whatever the case may be, join Elmer and Jessica on the Out and About Hour, sponsored by Grand Cinemas, every Saturday at 3 Pacific Time on VoiceAmerica.com, the leader in Internet talk radio. Every year, over one million marriages end in divorce. Divorce Talk is the only radio program focusing on the subject of divorce. Hosted by Carl Palatnik, president of DivorceInteractive.com, Divorce Talk features guests from a variety of divorce-related fields who will discuss and field questions on a multitude of subjects. Tune in every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for this informative and thought-provoking program right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living. Join me on my new day in time on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific for the program that brings you practical, inspiring, and positive principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Each week, we'll give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call into Positive Living on our new day in time, Mondays, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com. Spirits Rising with Linda Reed and Joy Del Giudice is a show dedicated to exploring and reporting on the intuitive arts, healing, and the rising emphasis on personal spiritual pursuits. Heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, Spirits Rising will report on the latest breakthroughs in long-distance healing, meditation, and sound therapy. We will also provide information for those curious about metaphysics, things beyond what we can see, feel, or touch. So whether it's meditation, angels, UFOs, or an interest in developing the intuitive side of your life, listen to Spirits Rising with Linda Reed and Joy Del Giudice every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust busting. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Chris Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. I'm here today with amazing guest Mary Foley, and we are doing bodacious stuff on this show today. Welcome back, Mary. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, uh, why don't you, can you just give us a rundown of the 10 bodacious ways for a bodacious career? Oh, I'd be happy to. And these are particularly geared for, as you said, people, um, you know, in, in your career. I've had other people also use some of these for their uh, other parts of their lives, their personal lives, but here they are. The first one is don't take it personally. And that can be tough for us sometimes, mm-hmm. particularly women. But I have found that, man, the more I take things personally and let it weigh me down, the more I, well, I can't bust through my crust, can I? Right. <laughs> so, so that's the first one. The second is create deliberate relationships. I think this is so important to, to create relationships for at, at work and your job and building your business and be deliberate about which ones you want to create and why. And a part of that is to, uh, number three, take the work out of networking. Uh, Speaking with Linda, that's one of the things of how do you come up with some of those questions to ask. And, uh, in fact, I have this thing of it's not networking. It's it's not work, you know. And Well, it it feels like energy and work. You're not going to walk out of there with work in hand and a contract. It's really about connecting with people. So I've coined the term net connecting as well. I love that, net connecting, because it does take the work out of it, doesn't it? That's right. Doesn't it put a little fun into it? Exactly. Like net connecting. Mm Mm-hmm. And wow! It's from we get to create our own little our own web. <laughs> We're gonna have a new vocabulary, right? <laughs> I love it. I love new vocabulary, by the way. <laughs> I, yes, I can tell. <laughs> okay, well, number four is to actively market your value, and what I mean by that is be able to figure out and articulate to yourself first and then others, what is it that I do in this company Mm -hmm. that really is of value? You know, how does it tie into the goals of the department or the division or the overall company? And that is really what the definition of value is. What I'm doing is making a difference here. So how can I articulate that and, quote, market that uh, within the company? Uh, Number five is know how you want to be treated. Mm. This can be tough, particularly for women and like myself who have been raised to be good girls and realize that in that process, we didn't always know what we wanted for ourselves. Oh, I, yeah. You know, and we didn't uh, know. I, it took me until I was in my 20s to realize that I uh, wanted to be treated a certain way and to be able, again, to articulate that. And uh, it really started with me understanding about boundaries and uh, and about just uh, the, the, some basics, but... Uh, I had not given that a lot of thought prior to then. Well, you know, isn't it true, though, we go from, well, if I'm not a good girl, then I must be a bad girl. Yeah, it's what I call the other B word, which rhymes with rich, and it's uh, not bodacious. I'll right, tell you that. Exactly. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you know, so I really do think we need an alternative between the complete good girl mm-hmm. and the, the other B word, and that's where I think bodacious really comes in. Because that's it's, the word. It's positive, but it's also um, empowered. That is the word. That's the word. Oh, great. And number six is take a stand. Mm. And that's particularly when uh, someone has not treated you well or you need to have a difficult conversation with someone at work. Um, It may not be, you know, horribly difficult, but it may be uncomfortable at the Mm. least. And Mm. how do I articulate that? Or how do I speak up at a meeting when Mm. I really have a different opinion than what must, what may be uh, said by my boss or another peer. Mm-hmm. Number seven is thrive on shift and change. 
We've definitely talked about that some earlier in the show today, and uh, that's all about thriving, not just surviving. And, and that's a really key distinction, actually, you know, and how to know that, you know, there, there is a difference between surviving change, which we hear a lot about, and thriving, uh, thriving from the change, seeing the opportunity right. in it. Great. Right. And I don't want people to, to get confused that there are moments within uh, dealing with change that you sometimes feel like all you can do is survive. You know, mm-hmm. and that's okay. It's just that the overall theme and the focus isn't just to survive. You mm-hmm. want to have it more of than that experience. Number eight is know your worth, mm. and that's about knowing really, you know, what your value is in the marketplace and asking for it. Mm-hmm. Number we'll get nine back to that one. Yeah, I think. <laughs> okay, number nine is embrace office politics. Now, particularly for women, office politics is. Uh, up there with probably cellulite. Yes, it's yeah. <laughs> probably way up at the top. I mean, just the, it's the P word. You know, we hardly ever use it. That's right. And there are so many examples, unfortunately, that we have both in the workplace and in, you know, this, our civic lives and mm-hmm. our governing systems that we go, oh, there's so many examples of a poor use of politics. Mm-hmm. But I've come to the conclusion that politics is really relationships plus power. Mm. And that as, uh, particularly for myself as a female, I was all over good relationships in the workplace. I Mm -hmm. was all supportive of that, but I was uncomfortable with the concept of power. And that's where I really needed to understand that power isn't all bad. Power can be used for good just as much as it can be used for, uh, you know, destructive or negative situations. Yeah, Boy, that's a lesson in itself. We could do a whole show on we that. We could. <laughs> that's your next, uh, you know, uh, teleseminar. Uh, you're right. Absolutely. And then number 10 is what I call think strategically, act bodaciously. And, and what does that mean exactly? Because, you know, I, I have been told that I'm a strategic thinker. Now, what's the other piece to that? The, well, thinking strategically really involves um, stepping back from a situation, looking at it, and saying, "All right, what's the big picture here? Okay, what are the trends? What are, what it's really? What are the uh, dynamics that are really happening? And what's the outcome that I would really like to achieve? And then, therefore, what is it going to take for what actions do I need to do to achieve that? Mm-hmm. That's when the acting bodaciously mm-hmm. comes into play, and it becomes it's likely going to take a little bit of gutsy moves on your part. Mm-hmm. And again, it may not be gutsy moves that uh, are, are big and phenomenal that other people see, but they're easily bomos for you. So it's that act of courage and those moments of choice where you go, I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue this because I really want this outcome. Oh wow. You know, let me ask you a question. I think we have a a minute or so here. I'm not sure we can cover it all, but I do want to go back to something you said. You know, here I am. Let's do hypothetical. I'm in a situation, and I really haven't judged my worth very well in the past, but I have really set a pay rate for myself and my clients. But now today I wake up, and I realize I'm worth about 50% more. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? I have these one-on-one clients. You know, I'm maybe a, a life coach or something like that. I maybe, you know, have 10 or 15 of these folks, and now I realize, okay, rate change. Oh, it's so true. In fact, I've had um, conversations with over uh, at least with focus groups of over 100 um, new women business owners to understand what are some of their struggles, and this comes up and has come up. 
And so, first off, if you've kind of lowballed yourself, so to speak, to uh, right. build your business, um, and you've come to realization that you know now I understand the marketplace better, I'm I'm worth more. But usually, that's also because inside you believe that you're worth more. Oh, and, you know, and then mm-hmm. what you're offering and how you're how you can deliver that. You know, your skills, your competence, you're good. Mm. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I know in my mind now and in my heart I have earned the right to raise my rates and that I know it is not at all out of the range of what others are offering or charging out there. And you can take some guts, but you can go back to your clients and say, I've got a rate increase, you know, and you don't have to say, now I woke up and I realized I'm worth more. Right. But you can say, you know, a lot of companies, by the way, have raised their rates every year. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a utility company. Hey, it could be a consulting company. And it's almost automatic. It's like, well, cost of living increase, raise right. the rates increase. And you can simply say, um, you know, my rates are, go- are going up. Um, and you don't even have to give a ton of explanation. What's interesting is a lot of clients who are really good and value what you do, they'll go, oh, okay. You know, they probably already know. They know you're already. They already low. know. That's right. You already a deal. Right. But if they think that you're really valuable, like because you've been working with them, for example, or the service, the product you've been offering, and then you just bring it up to what's kind of in the norm, they're not going to likely go away. Mm-hmm. So it's and, breaking through that fear that you're going to lose your entire business if you raise your rate. Right, and you may lose a few people. You may way. lose a few. You people. may, mm-hmm. but you will keep likely keep most of them. And that will more than cover the losses of a few people. Wow. Well, thank you. I am always so amazed how quickly the time flies on this show. I want to you know, take a minute to let folks know how to reach you and your website. Why don't you tell folks um, um, you know, how to get you on the web and personally? Well, I really appreciate everyone who has listened today. And I would encourage you to check out my website to learn further about how you can live bodaciously. And that address is www.gobodacious.com. Dot com, And also, I would encourage you that you can, on the homepage there, you can uh, register and subscribe to my free monthly e-newsletter called Bodaciously, and it is to give you a monthly dose of encouragement to live the bodacious way. Oh, great. And tonight you're having a teleseminar or a class? That's right. Tonight the, the teleseminar is called No More Cold Calling with Joanne Black. I'll be interviewing her to pick her brain about why referral selling is so important, how it's effective, and how do you do it to build your business and to, and to get more clients. And that will be at 8 p.m. tonight. You can quickly, easily register again at gobodacious.com, right there on the home page on the bottom. And um, we'll be, you know, you can join in up to the last minute. But I would say go ahead and register now while you're thinking about it, and it will definitely be worth your time. And for folks that want to contact you directly and bring you right into their organizations to do some bodacious work, how might they contact you directly? Oh, well, they can send me an email easily at mary at gobodacious.com. And I would also encourage anyone who's looking and needs a, you know, it could be a speaker, it could be a program, something where they can, uh, for their conference, their organization, go to my website. There's an information there about me as a speaker. You can see where I've um, delivered talks before, um, and, and there are opportunities there, too, for you to uh, put in a, a specific inquiry. And uh, I'd be happy to discuss and see if what I'm doing can meet your needs. Oh, wow. You are just absolutely bodacious. Yes, thank you, Pat. <laughs> you are just wonderful and a gift to so many of us. 
And I know that uh, I will pull my team together to listen to this tonight because there are certainly some things that, uh, you know, why do it hard? Why make it hard? Why struggle? I, you know, we asked this question the other day. It doesn't have to be a struggle. There are so many people doing so uh, unbelievable work like, like yourself out there and giving their gifts so openly and so freely. And I'm so appreciating all that you're doing out there, Mary, uh, and the journey that you're on. And, you know, you just you absolutely uplift my soul in okay. speaking with you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you Pat. so much. Um, until next week at 8 o'clock, uh, you can find out more about Crest Busting, www.crestbusting.com. Please visit the website, find out about our guests next week and about my show on KKNW uh, from Seattle but across the Internet. And thank you, Mary. Have a great, 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 bodacious day. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Pasilli. Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com. <laughs>